0: And challenge your beliefs.
1: A world where science and
0: religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England
1: Ghost Project. Welcome. evening, morning, afternoon, wherever you are. Welcome to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper of the realm of the unknown, unexplained, and unbelievable New England's own Van Helsink. And the report of my demise is (laughs) over-exaggerated. But (laughs) it's close. But he's he's shot. (laughs) uh, Anyways, joining us is the blonde bombshell herself. And Kerrigan.
2: Well, good evening. It's nice to be back. I'm glad you are not six feet under. Uh mm-hmm. and hope you're feeling better. So
1: Yeah. Well it's... not. But anyways. Oh well. Um uh, mm-hmm. anyways, uh also joining us is the gold standard in ghost hunting. Uh also my uh what the hell am I gonna call? Hmm. I don't know. Uh, my co host from the Ghost Chronicles International, my good friend. Steve. Good evening. Are we good friends? Of course we are. Or do you talk about me behind my back?
0: I wasn't talking about anybody behind the back.
2: Mm-hmm. Good idea. I wasn't either. You, and you know what? They say women are catty. Okay. All right. Here we go. Mm, meow.
1: Anyways, this is old mm-hmm. said, you know, that God only gives you uh, what you can handle. Right. So, all I can say over the past three weeks, God had a lot of faith in me.
2: So. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: so, there you go. Anyways, I really uh, had a bad back. Yeah. I'd I'll give you up, a bad back. Man know. Yeah.
0: No, seriously. Okay. I, you know, bad backs are really no fun, and pain is no
1: fun either. Mm-hmm. When you pass out from the pain, that's pretty bad. It's all it. right. So, it. anyways, moving along. Steve is coming over here for the fabulous Steve Passage tour. And
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> buy your T-shirts at the door.
1: That's yeah. right. Don't Leave your the T-shirts cover, at the door. The <laughs> cover band, <laughs> <laughs> which is the uh, Dylan show. <laughs> is that cover?
2: That's so, the opening act.
1: It's the opening act, right?
2: The, the cover act.
0: band.
1: Yeah.
0: No, yeah. I'm only coming I'm only coming over to Spirit Quest. There's a warm-up act for Dylan coming over next spring. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> anyway It's so
0: a lovely Welsh Speaking roadshow
1: a lovely Welsh accent If you say so Anyways we have uh, You're going to be doing it you know. that's good I like doing Don't blame me anyways. I like Dylan, But I could need a whole one <laughs> But anyways <laughs> Uh what the hell are they saying?
2: I oh, don't know. I just don't know. I'm lost.
1: Steve, Steve you know uh, some of the some people who don't listen uh, to our show. Uh, I mean, most people uh, who don't, don't listen know, to our show and don't know your charming personality. Um, <laughs> can you, you know, tell us a little bit? I mean, you are the gold standard of ghost hunting. Why don't we start there? How the hell did you get the the title Wall Street <laughs> go You don't. You're not the ghost hunters, You're not Zach. Well, I, I don't understand that. Thank God. Well,
0: yeah, thank God. Um, and I don't know why either. But um, was it 2013, 14? It was two years running. Um, the two Wall years Street running. G- yeah. Wow. Happened twice. Um, the Wall Street Journal were doing a feature on. I guess, quirky British things. And we have a, you know, we have a lot of ghosts, a lot of people looking for ghosts. And uh, they sent over the European Bureau chief to spend three days with me while we looked at some notable haunted places. And then he wrote his piece in which he said uh, that I was the gold standard. If there was a gold standard in ghost hunting, then I was it. And I've always been kind of embarrassed by that because because I, I don't consider myself a gold standard. I just consider myself doing a job properly, a job that anybody else could do to exactly the same standard. So I've always said everybody could be a gold standard. And it's kind of a poor reflection on the state of British ghost hunting if... By doing it properly, you stand out above the masses.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That and makes what, sense. What, One thing, I mean, you are also the author of Ghostology and Paracoustics. And uh, you've written the, the uh, spontaneous case notes or whatever the hell they're called uh, <laughs> for, for the SPR and, and, and the other thing too, whatever that is, the Red Book. The case.
0: other set of
1: notes, yes okay there you go, yeah, so you're written you you're you are respected in your your thoughts on that and by the way uh if you're interested in hearing more from Steve on this subject too you can go to circles of wisdom and uh, there's a uh what do you call it online workshop that i mean not workshop presentation that Steve will be doing on ghost technology instruments gadgets, and gizmo and that's an online uh Presentation, so anywhere in the world you can watch it. You just have to sign up at uh, Circles of Wisdom. Uh, you can go in and Google it, and it'll be there. Anyways, so as I was mentioning, uh, you are uh, also you were the gold standard and go the house gold hunting because you no longer set, they must have got someone else now. But uh, <laughs> well, I've never been <laughs> replaced. Oh, I don't know that.
0: Ah. In 2015, they no because it was a Halloween thing. They did it once, and then they missed a year. Of, then they repeated it for. They dusted uh, you up. <laughs> they dusted me off. Um, uh uh-huh. good. Ordinarily, good. they do a, a notable haunted house or haunted place, but two yeah. years, uh, twelve and fourteen, I think it was. They they did it on people.
1: Yeah. I mean that's that's it every freaking newspaper does a haunted house story yeah, or a it haunted was, it was, story. story. Well, you know, yeah. Halloween. Halloween
0: season it was yeah. of course. What the, But what was cool is um when you become a featured person in the Wall Street Journal they do um uh, a graphic portrait ah. like a like a pen and ink oh, um, nice. which is public you know which mm-hmm. is published and I was able to. They, they, they were generous enough. They sent me the the, the pen and ink. You um, should. No, it's, I mean, you know, apparently that's what
1: they do. That's way. Yeah. They don't pay. You much. know. No. The uh, you know, we we uh, you know, like I just said, we, every time Halloween rolls around, every newspaper does some type of uh, oh god, ghost and uh, haunted thing. yeah. Oh, but yeah. you know, I was I was honored to be part of, uh Ghost Dog. I was honored to be part of a uh, uh, article by the Boston Globe, actually twice. And both times, uh, were not at Halloween, so I thought that was interesting. But like your character, I have my claim of fame too. I was given a, a editorial cartoon, so I uh, extremely happy about that. So we chubba clean the frame, walking the dog. Yeah, walking the I, dog. I, I was I thought that's when you Ron do that with the yo-yo. Walking the dog. Okay, never mind, carry on. I was I was wondering
0: yes, whether that will. was uh, whether Ron New got a new pet to replace
1: Macy. Macy. Oh no. You Could never replace Macy. <laughs> anyway. anyway. She'll be back as soon as the Hound of bas- basketball has uh, quieted down. And uh yeah. anyways, uh we will be doing a uh, spirit quest at the end of the month too, which is Oh we are uh, Oh we are I think eleventh year is it eleventh year? Twelfth year, I don't know, I can't remember it. But we usually do a theme and this year is uh the twilight zone. So must be twelve. Uh, should... Is it twelve? Yeah, okay. I, I sounds I like it. yeah, correct.
2: Oh, look who's back. Yeah, my demon dog is down at the front door. He'll be back in a minute when they walk back the other way up the street. But anyway. Oh, good. Ooh, I just ambiance. The black death of those chronicles. Doesn't it? Mm-mm. And there's no one here but
1: me, so. Ooh.
2: No one well, to corral. One of, co-
1: one of the cool things uh, we're going to be doing at Spare Quest is the panic room. Ah. and we will, will be doing. Uh, I'm so excited. You know, I'm glad I asked you to do that. I was, uh, you me know, I yeah, I was
2: I, extremely I,
1: happy that you took I, it over, put it yeah. all in your hands, which is not easy for me to do, And You don't know, know. give off the realm to anyone.
2: I, I, I know, I was so shocked. I'm like, oh my God, he's going to put me in charge of something. I don't know if that's a good idea, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> uh, I, I, Ron, I'm so excited about the panic room. I can't I even tell you. I got stuff. Planned out. I've I've ordered a couple things, and okay, I'm i just oh god. If you're coming to Spirit Quest, be prepared. You're going to enjoy. If you've ever done an escape room, you are going um, to love this. I promise. A panic room. Panic room. And mm-hmm. it's not going to be easy. I'm just. And it's to- actually
1: based based on you're the right. uh, episode of the Twilight Zone, which is most of uh, Spirit Quest is based on. Yes, yes. So it's part of the the Saturday Night Special, which includes three events. includes the Panic Room uh, and also includes a ghost hunt uh, at a haunted cottage high on the hill. And uh, Steve and I uh, will be doing ghost traps. So you get the pesky little credits in your house, you can (laughs) take this workshop and – Trap the little buggers. I'm
2: gonna be making little nets and things. Is that?
1: Oh, I'm not saying. Yeah. This is all based on, you know, <laughs> stuff. All based on the
0: ramblings of Ron's brain. I a few
2: suspect. buckets, sweep them into mm. the bucket and slam a that, little. That'll on the top. work.
0: Yeah. We, I mean, there are historic ghost traps that we could
1: use. Yeah, we will be talking about that. We're not gonna give anything away. Ah. I didn't. Okay. Just. We I know promise you. It won't I know how, it's okay. I know it could be. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my god! But it yeah. is going to be fun.
1: All right. You know what? I am. I am. Oh, the there line. he is. Yeah, they're back. coming
2: back up the street now.
1: Yeah, here comes the hound basketball. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I am seriously, seriously thinking about. And, and this would be a, a big, huge, huge thing. And I may do it at Spirit Quest. I'm, I, I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to do it when Steve's here. What, well, you're going to resign? The, the, <laughs> no, not that good. The, uh, the picture that changed the world, I may do a ceremony to put it out of its misery. Because <gasps> as, as you all know, when really? I received, received this photograph, uh-huh. In the book, unsigned, un-thing, the entire world fell apart. Everything went straight to shit. You better believe it. There's a yep. whole list of things. COVID mm-hmm. hit. You know, we had the war in Ukraine. We got the queen dying. I mean, oh, look at my I, back. My right? My back's dead. Yeah. Oh, I'd man. I
2: totally blame COVID on this picture, Ron. Where else could it have come from?
1: Exactly. Steve, Steve's
0: eating, washing eating, machine blew me. Eating bats in Wuhan, perhaps, huh?
1: <laughs> you lost it you lost your washing machine oh, this, we oh, did we did yes. lose our
0: washing machine you're absolutely right,
1: right. damn
0: it mm-hmm. and and a kettle oh
1: That's, god not the kettle too okay, wait, and the but, kettle. Hold, it, hold everything i'm glad you brought that kettle up steve because kettle, what is the thing? What? what which one the, steve is your name steve no okay <laughs>
0: So, Steve. I, I, uh, I love it. What, what was it Anne said? Supposedly said, I love it when Steve comes on. I don't have to do much. I just have to sit back and listen to you two bicker. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's exactly what I'm doing now. I'm just chilling out while you two bicker.
1: Anyways. Uh, <laughs> so, Steve, what is it with the British in the use of electrical appliances? I mean, who the hell huh? makes an electric tea kettle? What the frig is that? I have one. It Put it on the, yeah, of course you did. You got it from the British. They've done no, what, all that. It
0: boils the water which you pour in the teapot. and We have stoves for that. Too. Why do we
1: need <laughs> another electric appliance?
0: Because it's a damn sight quicker.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. But it that doesn't brew it to the proper temperature. That's it, the thing.
2: Uh,
0: it does. It turns itself off when the water reaches 100 degrees Celsius yeah
2: uh, yeah yeah i will I mean tell you, you that, right, or it whistles I, I love my tea kettle ron you know i good use a tea kettle. i made you tea good one you. time and you had to be assured that i was making it correct and proper way and i said i have a tea kettle and then i pour it in the teapot with the tea and i let it steep
3: mm-hmm.
2: and uh-huh. you know i do it i let the water sit for 10 seconds before i pour it into the teapot it's a very it's a process.
3: It
2: is. Of course, it is. I do love my tea kettle, but when I travel, I want my electric tea kettle. So, there you go. For example,
0: our our good old British kettles, we can boil just the amount of water. So, if 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 we're being, we don't have visitors, and we're not going through the ceremony of the tea, Mm -hmm. we Mm -hmm. just throw a tea bag into a mug. And then we chuck the hot water on it well you don't want to boil a gallon of water to do that you just want to boil a mugful of water so it's very efficient
1: did I, did I hear you say tea bag yeah you use tea bags over there I thought the only proper way to be it was with one of those little tea balls um, we only do them for the ceremony of the tea
0: and we only do the ceremony <laughs> of the tea <laughs> when American tourists
1: come over <laughs> the rest
0: of the time we use tea bags
1: yeah good why is it the coffee bags never took over uh well we've got some in our cupboard yeah i got one two anyways but, but they're they never, not great
2: they're
0: not no great. no, no, no.
1: Okay. they're not they never perfected those
2: it's just no. a step away from instant coffee same thing i know a guy who uh, over here he
0: he had his own tea company and one of the things he was working on was a suggestion that I made. Um, and he was, ma- I-, I said to him, because I drink a lot of coffee mm-hmm. um, and I like my espresso coffee. Yes. And I said, yeah. why can't we have espresso tea? Mm.
1: We have it over here.
0: To, where you only have a short, you know, like, like espresso coffee, you have a short measure. It's intense. Um, full of flavor and so he he spent a couple of years and he he i was his tea tea espresso i think we called it his tea (laughs) i was his tea espresso taster while he tried to perfect a blend of espresso tea there you go and how was it it was excellent because um the problem was the one that worked best uh, cost around a hundred dollars um, for a quarter pound.
2: No, oh, for God's sakes! Oh, yeah,
0: no, yeah. I, I won't nope. on that one.
1: Nope. I mean, you 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 have people that drink the coffee that's where the grounds come out of the monkey's butt. Oh, the cat? No, no, cat's butt. Monkey. Cat. What? Monkey. It's a
2: cat. What the hell are you talking about? What are it's you talking about?
0: Coffee the world's beads. most expensive coffee um uh, is the coffee beans are collected out of the feces of a cat Ugh. and the Ugh. the the time they've spent in Why? the digestive system of the cat softens the bean and changes its flavor slightly.
1: Oh I bet yeah. it does. Yeah. So who the who wow. the hell came up with that idea, by the way? Who's sitting an around American. saying, Hey, look at those beans in the in what the, the it? but it's an Kaka, American Kaka coffee? I mean, what is it? Oh so funny.
2: Ew. No that's well that's
0: obviously after it's passed through the cat, it gets thoroughly washed and then roasted and oh you think like to hope so. I just like hope so. Yeah. Well, we eat lots of strange things around the world, don't we? Mm, I we suppose. Do, you know, I mean, we eat a lot of crab meat here in the. You know, crab is a delicacy, but crabs live around sewer outlets. Mm. Well, so lobsters, lobsters are. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I mean, they're just basically big cockroaches mm-hmm. that eat that sewerage. But they
2: taste so delicious. And the coffee <laughs> tastes
0: good.
3: <laughs> uh, all food.
0: right. We can overlook the how it got there, provided <laughs> it tastes good.
2: <laughs> point taken, point taken.
1: <laughs> so here you go, Steve, just to my point. The Reus monkey, and foremost, are rock mascaras, are those who help process the beans that do not uh, digest it, and they make them into coffee.
0: So there you yeah, go. Yeah, they also do it with cats Stematic. as
1: well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Monkey poop coffee is actually yeah well, uh,
0: thing. Yeah, also, they also do it with cats as well.
1: Okay, if you say. That must have been the British. I they didn't know. have any monkeys in the, U- monkeys in the UK, yeah. so well, they decided to I do it with When I drank it, the...
0: I was told it had passed through a cat. It tasted nice. I don't care. <laughs> I'm anyway. not proud. I'm British. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Huh>. hmm. <laughs> anyway, that was oh, so we... important to break up.
2: Goodness. How did we get on that? I I, 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 You brought it up. I did not. I think you
0: did. Well, most people I mean, would bring it that? up if they knew how we got
1: there. We were but, talking uh, about uh, the ghost kettle. Thing, remember? Ghost hunting? You said the, speaking the picture no, 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 no. made Ke- Steve's kettle break. No, I said Steve's washing machine. He said oh, kettle. kettle. Okay. He added kettle. So there you go. So don't, blame well, we, me don't we don't
0: we don't differentiate the use of the kettle because we use it for lots of other things apart from tea. For you example, I... mm. for example, today, um, ready for tomorrow, I've made soup. Soup.
1: Yeah. And yeah, you can do that
0: too. Rather than heat, bring the water to the boil using the stove, which is inefficient. You mm-hmm. boil the water in the kettle. And then add it to the stove so it boils a lot faster.
1: Mm. You do that with anything, pasta or whatever. But Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that's got nothing to do with ghost hunting, but nope. uh you'll be you'll be at Dining with the Dead on uh the Tuesday, I believe, I after Spiracus, which is the thing. And you talk about curious stuff. I believe that's the topic of your talk, um, isn't it? Something like that. Paranormal curiosities of the world. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. And the reason yeah. for that, the reason for that, was because I've been to America a few times, not just New England, but you know, I've travelled through a few of the other states as well. And one thing that always struck me was that Americans don't tend to travel, um, and they they don't have um, a great knowledge of all the world.
1: Maybe because they have, didn't have an empire. Wait. We don't even have a great knowledge of the United States, I hate to tell you.
0: <laughs> so so this is a quick tour around some of the paranormal or weird stuff that happens around the world with the free geography lesson as well.
1: Ah. Oh, very good. Very perfect. good.
2: Yeah. Excellent. Just what I always wanted. But,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah. That's That sounds fun. That's at the heart of Windham Restaurant in Windham, New Hampshire. Well, and there are some on... real,
0: I mean, there are North American ones as well, um, but there are some very weird paranormal, I think the title of the talk originally was uh, The Paranormal World and Other Weird Shit. There, <laughs> yeah, is some, there is some very weird shit out there in the world. Like monkey coffee. <laughs> Oh, weird and monkey poop coffee. <laughs> uh, wait till I tell anyway. the story of the jengenga.
1: All right, we will hear all of that uh at Dining with the Dead, and that's uh, you can check out all of Steve's events. Uh, a lot of them now, I think. It's, we still got a couple more to put up on InEgosProject.com. I think we should get. Uh, I think we should get on to. Egos, um, uh, uh, to
0: read out the names of all of the the spirits because they're written in their native languages, and I love his pronunciation <laughs> and the way the way he brutalizes sells. brutalizes uh, other Excuse languages me. and cultures. Excuse me. Excuse me.
2: Sells at that.
0: Do you know Whatever. it's a true a true story? Whenever I book a guest for Ghost Chronicles, and we had Taria, um, a Norwegian guest, on some months ago, and I always uh-huh. have to. I always have to pre warn the guest in advance. Please don't be
1: offended
3: when <laughs> one
0: screws your name up because he will.
1: I uh, actually pronounced a couple of names correctly on the Next Generation show, I believe. Uh, last that was in 1987, think... wasn't it? No, <laughs> last two shows. I think I hit the right on the button. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, there is hope for me, I guess, after yeah, all. Yeah, because one was like Smith. Yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> and, that's not the
2: point that's not the was, point yeah, the other one was, was jones
0: <laughs> and there was billy, billy ray from alabama
1: uh, <laughs> anyway all right so we are coming up to the the break again and you are listening to ghost chronicles what are we oh ghost chronicles ghost? next generation right here on net brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 386 Merrimack Street, Methuen, Massachusetts, the Gallant Messier Family Law Group, 15 High Street, North Andover, Massachusetts, and our very good friends, and I mean very good friends and patrons on Ghost Chronicles Radio and Patreon, and you too can become a member of this exclusive Dead Air Society uh, for a mayor, and I say mayor, three bucks a month, and I think that it only probably might get you a Coffee, but you not at Starbucks.
2: can't not even Starbucks. get a cup of coffee for that.
1: There you and go. It well, and it
0: won't be just a pile of monkey shit.
1: That's right. No, there's actually a lot of uh, interesting videos on there, exclusives uh, <laughs> that you can only find there. So we uh, have... You have an echo in here? That's weird. So Anyway, I heard something that's strange, I think. Let's me, that picture again. Oh, yeah, it's All staring right. at me. All right, so we got, we got to take a break. Uh, You're listening to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation and Ron a special guest, Steve Posses. And we'll be right back in, yeah, I don't know how many, in a little while, I guess. We'll be back.
2: Welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Ann and our good friend and the gold standard of and ghost hunting, of Steve Parsons. Excuse me?
1: Hello. Our good friend is not mine.
2: No, he's my good friend.
1: No. Fine. Everybody's he your good win. friend, man. Everybody's he's your okay. good friend. Hey, Sailor, in well, Town.
2: Yeah, you're funny. <laughs> you're really, really funny.
1: Yeah, move right yep. along.
2: Cap, yep. <laughs> you better move along.
1: Mm-hmm. So, anyways, uh, Stephen, Steve, whatever your name is, um, whoever you are. You were recently, you were recently, I believe, last weekend at a conference. I was at the
0: conference of the Association for the Scientific Study of Anomalous Phenomena, uh, where I gave a talk, uh, and I was in charge of the panel. Oh, the panel. So, the panel what is discussion. a panel exactly? A panel discussion is a group of uh, supposed experts in their various fields, um, opinion, opining on <laughs> questions put to them by the audience. They're actually uh-huh. really cool because uh, and why I like doing them so much. Did um, you get the talk? No, the opposite. The audience gets the talk um Mm -hmm. because a different conference conferences are boring 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 because you sit Mm -hmm. there and you listen to somebody you listen to somebody droning away and then you get the opportunity to maybe if you're lucky ask a question um and not say i don't agree with one word you have just said my experience blah 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 well a panel discussion is something i heavily promote at asap and it's grown from a half hour Event now to a ninety-minute event allows Ooh. the audience to. Um, it's their it's their opportunity. Uh, they they pose the questions. They answer the questions. They can disagree with. So they panelists. they can ask
1: anybody on the
0: on the panel. They don't have exactly. to. Take a per- they per can ask person. anybody or all of the panel. Um, there is no expectation upon them to agree with the panel. They can they get they get the opportunity to come back at the panel. So it's a two-way discussion, and there must men- be a cutoff point to where they can't go on forever, though, right? Well, no, that's 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 down to the 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 uh, host of the panel, which is Not, me, to realise you know no. to say that there's got to be you know because you've got to get more questions in, and you've got to give everybody or as many people as possible the opportunity right. to have their say. Right. So I love doing the panel. I, I think it's a great way to involve an audience and to develop a discussion. And you can get some really good and interesting discussions uh, when you've got thirty, forty people in the room,
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. um, providing it, you know, providing it's done respectfully and with a degree of control, so that you don't get one or two just shouting over everybody else. Right. But the audience come out of it; it's a very positive thing for the audience because audience, instead of just sitting there being passive listening, they get the opportunity to have their say, promote what they're doing, talk about their point of view or their perspective on something. Um, and it's generally well-received.
1: Yeah, we did it one year at Spirit Coast when one of the uh, presenters uh, was, wasn't able to attend at the last moment. And we so we threw together a panel, uh, Jeff Belanger, you and myself, and mm-hmm. uh, we took it. And it was, people loved it. They really yeah. did. Yes, and they, I, I they, think that's they, the point are, you said. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they are for uh, a very positive uh, audience participation event. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, what is ASAP? ASAP was
0: founded in 1981. It was actually a spinoff um, because the SPR um, deals with things in a very academic way and very specifically doesn't tend to focus on things like UFOs, uh, alien big cats, pugwudgies, or anything else. <laughs> Oh, yeah. uh, they tend to look at clairvoyance, mediumship, spontaneous phenomena such as ghosts, poltergeists. Um, and there are a lot of people whose interest in the paranormal is a lot broader. And so in 1981, um, ASAP was formed uh, as an organisation to allow a broader base of interests in the paranormal um and the mystical to be covered so aliens in fact at the conference uh you know there were many talkers on the subject of ufos there was mm-hmm. others on cryptozoology mm-hmm. uh ghosts were only part of the um, the overall uh, of the conference
1: we uh go ahead Ian.
2: is this only a, a like a british thing a uk thing or does is asap also Oh no, ASAP
0: open ASAP doesn't have branches anywhere. Um but membership is open to anybody anywhere in the world and mm-hmm. we and ASAP does have members all around the world. Mm-hmm.
2: Nice. Um, yes, does the ghost club. Um, but
0: do they have the, the
2: con- do they have the conferences? Do they move around? Are they always in the same no, place?
0: No. The conference tends to be they 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 have a series of webinars which are run monthly.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um But the conference itself is normally held in the city of Bath, England, um, at the start of September,
2: Uh
3: simply
0: because it's very central and a lot of people uh, from the UK, uh, where the majority of the membership is, Mm -hmm. um, can can get there. It's a very well-organised conference. Mm. Very interesting.
1: Yeah, there, I mean, there's some great organizations like uh, ASAP, like the SPR, like the Ghost Club, uh, and, and even the Fortinian Society is interesting as well. Yeah, we, I mean, the the three that we always
0: talk about are, of course, the Society for Psychical Research. Yeah. Uh, it's Elder Sibling, the Ghost Club, and the the, the Johnny-come-lately-to-the-party, uh, ASAP. But there is the, the there are um, many towns and cities have a Fortean society, which looks at Fortean phenomena named after Charles Fort, who documented things like the fall of fish or simulcre you know, things where trees grow into strange shapes that look like something else. Um,
1: Our pictures so change the world.
0: <laughs> so you have Fortean societies. Um, you have a lot of UFO societies and groups as well. Uh, here in the UK. But the ones that uh, that are on uh, our radar predominantly are the SPR, the Ghost Club, and ASAP. And you find that most people um, here are in probably all three.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. I mean, I know that, I'm that. always very interested when we have are, uh, uh, new four guys who uh, do the aliens
1: who will be back this
2: year. Yes. Speak every year. They're really, they're fascinating to listen to. I don't, I don't know if I'm a big alien, uh, person, believer, whatever you want to call it, but they are great to listen to. They really are. Oh, oh they are. And, and mm-hmm. I mean, the subject itself is fascinating and,
0: you know, you could argue that there is actually better evidence to support the the, aliens than there is for ghosts. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, growing up, I was a member of Bufora, which is the British UFO Research Association, uh, which has been going since the 1950s. Uh, But I I made a conscious decision uh, that ghosts were were my passion and that, I, I don't know if the saying... Is still a, is as well known in America as it is over here. Jack of all trades, master of none. Yes, mm-hmm. and I and I realised that you know if I was wanted to do and study something properly, then I would have to specialise. And so um, I chose the area I I, I um, am most interested in. But that still doesn't mean that there isn't a residual interest in ufology and, and oh, indeed and the Loch and and monster.
1: Yeah, Loch Ness monster. I was just going to say that cryptos. uh we, oh, speaking, we had we came across on was it last week's show? Oh no, you weren't there, Anne. I wasn't. Uh, yeah, uh, we did have a, a another cryptoid uh, sea monster in uh, New Jersey, which was intriguing too. So oh. uh, that I had never heard about. So uh, yeah, that's uh, crypt, sea monsters is also. Uh, I have a great interest in them as well. Unfortunately, I'm more of the Jack of all trades guy I guess because <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. I want to know every I want to know everything and it's almost impossible but I always would and do yield to authority uh, those who are experts in the field. Uh, I would never consider myself an expert in sea monsters at all or cryptoids.
0: No me absolutely neither. Um, it's an area that you know I'm I'm fascinated by, and I've been up to Loch Ness, and I've got you know read everything that there is to that's been written on the Loch Ness monster. But mm-hmm. I would I wouldn't even rate myself as being competent to speak on the subject without doing you know a lot of
1: reading beforehand.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> but even
1: even in the ghost field, Steve, I know you're uh, you know. An expert in a lot of things, but even in, in the the field itself, ghosts, there are like subdivisions that <laughs> you can't can't know everything about. Uh, so they they kind of fit outside of the your your major study. Like for instance, you are probably the man on impresound. uh You know that. So if, I would never try to argue that with you. But there are other areas of the field that your your strength is not
0: is expert. Oh, no, 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 that's, uh, that's perfectly true. Um, mm-hmm. you know, the way the way that I've always operated, fortunately, uh um, my colleague um, and Dr. Anne Winsper um yeah. means that the other half, the missing half of my skill set, she is accommodated by Anne. Um because my predominant area of I suppose expertise and qualification comes from uh, measuring stuff so, um, so the physical realm so things like temperature and sound and pressure and uh, the physical parameters of the human body uh, because I train to do these things so you know I, I'm qualified to do it and it's an area that I understand very well however when it comes to psychology the way people respond and react of course um you know i've been doing this a long time and some of Anne's expertise has rubbed off on me um but i need Anne, um and and needs me mm-hmm. because you, yeah, you the not have all of the information no
1: I mean, even when, you know, uh, and this is I'm not trying to compare this to you and Ian, Steve in any way, but I am uh, <laughs> like working, working with Maureen and, and that uh, it's it's the other both ends of it. She shows me what the spiritualists and the mediums, what their thoughts are. And I certainly can show her what the more uh rational yeah materialist right the uh, right the more evidentiary uh person is looking for and, and so that there's a good balance there uh and I'm sure do you so well you're not you're not opposites with And I was gonna say are there well, times we we oh, yeah, we, disagree so you, time. we disagree on lots of things. Oh you do disagree. <laughs> That's what I was trying to get at. Oh, I was absolutely. I was seeing how the the field. Yeah. Oh,
0: absolutely in fact um we are we argue like cat and dog <laughs> um, over you know when we're, when we're considering ideas and and the way things that um, what things mean uh, I can give you an example we we did a, a program a few years ago for um Zachary Quinto the in search of series oh yes, and,
3: yeah
0: Anne had been invited along as the psychologist and I had been invited along as the physicist. And we were each asked, you know, um, whether we, you know, what what would maybe cause people to experience time slips. Mm-hmm. And my, my suggestion was, um, you know, infrasound is present. We measured it. We measured it as part of the program as well and demonstrated yeah. it, it, it was present. And I said on camera that, you know, we know that infrasound can cause an altered state of consciousness, a dreamlike state in some people. So maybe it's not actually really time that's slipping. Maybe their perception is slipping because they are they've entered this state of altered consciousness. Um, mm. As as the camera stopped rolling and very loudly said, "Rubbish," <laughs> and then we started a discussion between ourselves off camera. And with with Anne saying that, you know, there was nothing to support what I was saying and me saying, well, but there is. And, you know, we we don't always agree, but we work very well together. And if we agreed on everything, I don't think we'd ever get anything done. You can't Uh, agree on it.
1: You need need some some challenge to it, which is a problem with a lot of the ghost groups. this, this This also comes back to the panel
0: discussion and the webinars and the conferences. Uh, you know when they say, "Oh, you know, uh, do you have any questions?" The questions I always hate are the sycophantic questions, where the person is agrees with everything you say. Oh. I I oh, love yeah. it when somebody says, "You're talking, you're talking a crock of
3: <laughs> monkey, poop. <laughs> monkey
0: poop." You're talking a crock of monkey poop, and <laughs> because. They will then explain their position. I can understand their position and I can explain my position. And do you know, sometimes down the years you think, actually, I need to go back and look at that again. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, well, I'm not arrogant enough to say I know all the answers Um, and I'm savvy enough to know where something might be worth, you know, stealing to... Or, or using as a pointer for for new new directions, mm-hmm. new ways of
1: thinking. The, the problem with arguments, though, is that uh, like statistics, you you can make make them do what you want. You know, I mean, so you can quote a study, then someone else will quote another study yeah. saying, "Well, look at this study." But you know, sometimes just because there was another study. The credentials on that particular study wasn't that good. So actually your strength, your, your, argument, might be better, but they, they have this, this thing where they, they have their own support or oh, they have something on Wikipedia. I'm sure that's, that's. I think you supportive. should always, you should
0: always be prepared to defend your position, but also be open enough to mm-hmm. listen to the other oh, person's yeah. position. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you may not, you know, there may be stuff that you, haven't yet discovered found know about um new papers new information new research comes to light uh you know is published almost weekly Hmm. um you know it was only a few years ago that we thought that um or or for the whole of my medical career um we treated depression in a particular way using particular drugs Hmm. and very recently the medical profession here in the uk has sort of gone whoa these drugs don't work mm-hmm. because depression doesn't work the way we thought it did right because of new research mm-hmm. um, so you've got to be open-minded enough brave enough to to set to accept that the other person's point of view might be wrong might be right but should be listened to right what exactly. we've got I mean... What we've got in the in the world now is a problem of, and you've got it in America, we've got it over here. Oh,
1: God, do we have it.
0: Oh, yeah. Where where people are polarized, and they will not listen to any other viewpoint but, they're but their own. own.
1: Exactly. And,
2: then,
0: and mm-hmm. then they get defensive about it, then they get aggressive about it, and then, well, I'll fight all comers because I know yeah. I'm not.
2: Then we're slinging stuff, and yeah. 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 It becomes defensive instead of uh based in any kind of fact yeah or and, and that's that, that's i think
0: that's a phase that the world seems to be going through in a moment in, at the and, moment you
1: know and every good investigator steve and also every good academic will realize that the world is changing ideas change mm-hmm. and things and things that you believe when well you and i have talked about it many a times you oh, and yeah. i things yeah. that we started with we believed in the, in the beginning oh, yeah. and, And you see it later on. We say, "Oh, well, that was hogwash." But uh, (laughs) you can see what we, how we change and evolve. The difference difference is—you're
0: absolutely right. And the difference is, um, I suppose, is the mindset because we saw. Let's look at EMF meters. They became—they became became the thing. They Mm. looked like they might be um, a way in to understanding. We. We didn't accept blindly the results. We tested the results mm-hmm. and we retested and checked the results. And then we found actually they don't do what we think they're doing. And then we reached the conclusion, you know, where we are today. And you look at the, I mean, in a kind of roundabout way, the paranormal community has also done that because EMF meters started out as ghost detectors. or well, that's only a first. Oh, you know, these things would find a ghost in a room full of ghosts. Um, then, then they discovered actually they don't work as ghost detectors. Oh, look, but they might work as ghost communicators. <laughs> then, when that didn't work, they moved on to the next thing, which was para boxes,
1: huff boxes, oh, yeah. boxes. any and time a box with lights in it. And
0: <laughs> now they're falling out of fashion in favor of um sorry um I should have said they're moving on to pods and then onto the the voxes and boxes but gradually mm. they're moving away from them now onto sls and artificial intelligence yep. based systems um, and they, you know, they become the next big thing and then they'll gradually fade away, I suppose.
1: And even then, when you had the EMS, didn't you be able to get a shoot off of people using dowsing rods and pendulums and uh, Ouija boards and, and glass swirling? So you had that other aspect that jumped off to looking for more gratification. Uh, it's well, more I mean, gratification.
0: that goes all the way back to to the modern era of spiritualism under, you know, f- from the early 18th century under Immanuel uh, Swedenborg, and then through the Fox sisters and spiritualism um, and the home seances, um, the circles where people thought that they could circumvent the medium and go direct to the spirit yep. world. And, you know, is there any real difference between a Ouija board and an EMF, you know, talking to an EMF meter? Because both of them are forms of dowsing. You, are, yeah, you know, but we are, you are trying, to circ- up. You're
1: trying
0: to. you are trying to circumvent the medium, aren't you? Yes. You know, I don't. Okay. I don't need. I don't need Bessie the medium. I'm going to go direct to spirit with this electronic box of tricks.
2: Take Christmas. out the middleman.
0: Yeah, we. <laughs> you know, I, I'll put some guitar effect pedals on it. I'll put some crystals. I'll put some lights on it, Christmas lights on it, and spirit'll love it.
1: And, and that's the interesting is is that they'll take I'll like sell for instance, it for 500 bucks. Yeah, when the first <laughs> first TV shows came out, you know, people saw that and they were mesmerized by ghost hunting. Actually, ghost hunting was pretty, I mean, you, you were looked at differently when you were ghost hunting before all these TV shows. And then afterwards, uh, it became a kind of a thing. And people said, well, I can do that too. And they, they went yes. out and they, they took things that they knew they would get results with. And well, they use you know, those no, because that's we, what they we, want.
0: They want results. Yeah, we criticize the ghost hunting television shows, um, but what the early ones what what the early ones did do? Well, actually, i I tend to poke the criticism at organisations like the SPR and, the, and other academics rather than the TV programs. But the those programs. <laughs> Everybody loves a good ghost story. Everybody, you know, you look at the historic ghosts, the Warrens, Peter Underwood, um, Hans Holzer. These people, you know, their books sold in the thousands. And then along comes Most Haunted, along comes the guys from uh, TAPS. And they show anybody can be a ghost hunter. You don't need special friends with stately homes and castles or special skills and qualifications. You just need the presence of mind and patience to. But the problem is the vast majority of people don't have the patience to stake out a location for weeks, months, years on end. Right. Um, And the television programs, of course, don't have, can't do that. They have to, they have to have results because they have to sell advertising. And so they they are much more dramatic. You know, your average one episode of the ghost hunters would have more spirit interactions in in a one-hour episode than a real-life ghost hunter would manage probably in five years. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: But if they did it, if they showed a program of of the gold standard method of ghost hunting, people wouldn't be watching it for very long.
1: be watching paint dry. (laughs) <laughs> be more more interesting.
0: Can it would be, more quicker, it yeah. would be quicker
1: <laughs>
0: with a definite but, end result.
1: Yeah, I, it, it, it's so intriguing, this field and, and what it's become, what it was and what it's evolving to. Uh, and we're not saying that, you know, this, any of this is you do what you do. Because your own reasons, but uh, well,
3: oh, well. you
0: know, I'm going yeah. to am going to jump in here and say that look, if if we look at the great scientific discoveries of our time, since the Renaissance, they have most of them have come from dedicated amateur, non-scientific, enthusiastic true researchers true. in astronomy, in archaeology, in many other areas. There are, there are 12,000 Ghost Hunters in the UK. There's around about 50, 50 60,000 in the US. Wow. Mm. The great breakthrough will come from them only when they up their game and produce evidence to challenge the academic mindset of its bunkum. Mm. But they've got to up the game and move away from the television.
2: Mm. Right.
1: Well, right. we've got to up our game and call it a day. <laughs> so it is uh, yeah, about a minute left. Okay. You've been listening to uh, Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ian and Ryan. Our special guest has been Steve. 23
0: hours in the queue at the moment.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, for the queen. And uh, yeah, Steve will be know. over here at the end of the month to do a whole series of events. Uh, some of them, if you can't come over here, uh, done online. So keep watching any ghostproject.com, the letter N, the letter E. Ghostproject.com and check out uh, Steve's schedule and how you can uh, come see him or hear him or whatever. Be him. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, thanks Sad for night. listening, everyone. Thanks, thanks for staying with us, uh, Steve, for uh, an extra hour. And, oh, my goodness. Uh, God bless you, Steve. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'll see you in yeah, a couple weeks. It's
2: only weeks. 1 a.m. over here.
1: Oh. Yeah. Oh, well. Cheers.
2: See you soon. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Good
1: night. <laughs> yeah. Bye.